Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Salvation is a finished work, but contrary to what religion oftentimes would have us think, you want to understand that salvation is not just going to heaven. In other words, what Jesus accomplished for us on the cross, guys, uh, dying for us and rising again, uh, what Jesus did for us on the cross, guys, was not only for us to go to heaven. Now, of course, heaven is going to be awesome, but I want you to really understand that Jesus, through his finished work on the cross, has really made available to us all things pertaining to life and godliness, the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And so not only did Jesus purchase your eternal salvation, but Jesus actually already purchased your healing. He's purchased your deliverance. He's purchased your, your soundness, glory to God. He has purchased your peace, you see, so that no matter what you're facing in your life right now, I, I believe God wants us to walk in a confident security, in a bold confident confidence, guys, that whatever we need, it's already a finished work. Whatever we need, it's already finished and available. And so look with me here in Galatians chapter 1, verse 4. Galatians chapter 1, verse 4 is really a key text here for us here this morning, guys. And I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. He says in verse 4, Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God the Father planned. Now notice this, guys in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Notice what he did not say. He did not say in order for us to escape this evil world in which we live. He did not say in order for us to just die and go to heaven. No. Now, like we said, guys, heaven is going to be awesome. And, and, and praise God uh, for heaven and that Jesus, through his uh, blood, made that available to us. But I want you to see the Bible says that Jesus died for us and rose again, guys, in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Now, what is he talking about? He's talking here about the world system. He's talking about the evils of this world system. In other words, uh, that's talking about the truth that Jesus has already delivered us. He's already set us free from all of the evils of the world, from all of the craziness of the world. Guys, I want you to know that includes sickness, that includes lack, that includes depression, that includes, um, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the world that the enemy wants you to be afraid of. Glory to God. I want you to understand that Jesus has already delivered you from that. He has already set you free from that. And so, a radical truth is that through the cross of Jesus Christ, guys, uh, all things pertaining to life and godliness have been made available to us. Now, through the cross of Jesus Christ, guys, I want you to understand healing has already been provided. That is 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, verse 24, where the Bible says it's with his stripes that you were healed. I want you to understand that through the cross, righteousness has already been provided. We're going to look at that in just a moment here today. And so, oftentimes, guys, what happens is, and I, I want us to really catch this here this morning, 
is is that a lot of the stuff that we're trying to get God to do, a lot of the stuff where you're kind of hoping and praying that God might move in this area, I want you to understand that the radical truth is that Jesus, through his finished work on the cross, has already made that available uh, to you. You see... And here's what you want to understand as well, is that you cannot separate the grace of God. You cannot separate the unmerited favor of God. You cannot separate the faithfulness of God from the finished works of Jesus Christ on the cross. And so, here's what we're trying to get you to see here this morning, church, is that we don't want to just remember the cross at Easter. We don't want to just remember the cross once a year. No, as we've been saying to you, guys, we as Christians, we should always be mindful of the cross. We should always be looking to the finished works of Jesus Christ. We should always remember that as a result of what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago, we are always beginning from a place of victory. Everybody say out loud right now, say, say, I am victorious. I want you to say that right, right now, no matter what's going on in your life. Say, I am victorious. And I'll say this, friend, the victory was won 2,000 years ago. Glory to God. If you're watching with somebody, turn to them and look at them and say, the victory was won 2,000 years ago. Victory was won 2,000 years ago. Glory to God. Now, as we've been sharing with you quite a bit, guys, you know, there's, uh, there's this gap. You know, I've been alluding to that already today. Uh, there's this gap now between what the Bible says is true about us in Christ, or in other words, here's, here's another way that you can word it, this gap between what Jesus, through his finished work on the cross, has already made available and our day-to-day real-life experience. In other words, Healing is a finished work. Healing has been made available through the finished works of Jesus Christ. But you might be watching me right now, and you might be struggling with an illness. You might be struggling with a pain in your body. Or you're watching me right now, and you're understanding that uh, provisions have been made available uh, as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ. You really having more than enough has been made available to you. But perhaps you're struggling, struggling with some lack in your life right now. Perhaps you are not sure how you're going to pay your bills. Perhaps you're not sure how you're going to make it to the next paycheck. And so what we want to really look at here today, guys, is is how do we bridge this gap? In other words, how do we get our experience to line up with our position in Christ as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so that's what we're focusing in on here today, our position in Christ. In other words, you want to understand that when, when, when you got born again, we're going to look at this. What happened was the Bible says as a result of you being born again, you are in Christ. Now, you being in Christ, that means there are certain things that are already true about you, even though they don't appear in your experience yet. You being in Christ means you're righteous, glory to God. You being in Christ means you are healed. You being in Christ means you are delivered. You being in Christ means you are already prosperous. You being in Christ means that you are walking in the favor and in the blessing and in the victory of God. And now, we're not living in that yet. We're not experiencing that yet. And so how do we bridge this gap is really what we are talking about. What we're talking about is appropriating by faith what Jesus, through his finished work on the cross, has already made available to us, guys. And here's what I want you to catch, guys. I believe that this begins with us understanding our identity in Christ. 
our identity in Christ or our position in Christ. You're going to see here today that these are really interchangeable. And so that's what we're focusing on here today because I believe that God, guys, wants us to be secure in who He's made us to be. Uh, God wants us to be secure in who we are in Christ. Now, head with me to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And we're going to really delve into this here this morning. And I really believe this is going to bless you. You see, uh, we got to be uh, confident, guys, in, in what Jesus has finished for us. Amen. we got to be confident in what's already been made available to us. And the key for this is the Lord has um, really kind of put this on my heart, is to underline this truth that it's all about the finished work of the cross, guys. It's all about the finished work of the cross. Uh, you see, on the cross, guys, is, is where the victory was won. But now, catch this, alignment, amen. So what we want to do is we want to we align ourselves now with what Jesus has already done for us on the cross. And when we align ourselves, what we do is we bridge the gap. And when we bridge the gap, we will begin to see in our day-to-day -day experience more of what's already been made available to us in Christ. Now, church, if you understand what I just said, say amen. Glory to God. If, if you're watching on the live stream, type Amen into the chat. I want to make sure everybody's on the bus with us here this morning. Glory to God. And it's going to be an awesome journey. And so let's look at this here. And let's really kind of see if we can kind of break this thing down here this morning, guys. In uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 17, also in the New Living Translation. And um, this is a scripture that maybe you've heard many times in church before. But I want you to really kind of listen to this here today, guys, as if for the very first time. I want you to really kind of take this in and notice what he says here in, uh, in verse 17. He says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ... Now, how many of you guys belong to Christ? That's anybody who's born again. That's you simply having made Jesus the Lord of your life. That means you belong to Christ. Now, notice what he says. He says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person or a new creation. The King James here uh, says new creature, which really means new creation. And so you have become a brand new person, a brand new creation when you got into Christ. He says, the old life is gone, a new life has begun. Verse 18, he says in verse 18, and all of this is a gift from God. Stop right there. All of this, guys, is a gift from God. And do you know, if it says it's a gift from God, that means you can't earn it, glory to God. That means you can't qualify for it. That means you can't uh, uh, work for it, glory to God. It is a gift from God. And guys, anytime you read gift, what you want to understand, that's talking about His grace. One way that we can, uh, that we can define grace is it is the unmerited favor of God, is the unmerited favor and the blessing of God that's already been made available to you. And so what he's saying here is quite simply is that this new life in Christ, this new identity in Christ came to you as a gift. And so in other words, you didn't work for it. You see, you didn't do anything to earn it or deserve it. All you did was you, you, you said, Lord, I believe, man, you know, you realized, man, I need a savior. 
you realize it's Jesus. And so you put your faith in Jesus. Amen. And so he says, everything that now comes to you is a gift from God who brought us back to himself or who restored us to himself, who reconciled us to himself. The literal translation here is who restored us back to favor with himself through Christ. And he says, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. And so we're to go into the world and really kind of share this good news of, of reconciliation. Amen. Now, verse 19 says, and notice this is talking about what happened on the cross. This is all talking about what, what happened on the cross, guys. He says, for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them, because how many know under the law of Moses, uh, people's sins were counted against them. And so he says, he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. That's the gospel. That's the, the uh, announcement of what's already been made available to the whole world. Verse 20 says, For we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Now, verse 21, I want you to really kind of zero in on here. He says in verse 21, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Guys, this is the great exchange. And so, once again, I want you to realize here today, church, that on the cross 2,000 years ago is where the great exchange took place. Glory to God. On the cross is where Jesus took your brokenness. You received his wholeness. On the cross is where Jesus took your poverty. You received his provisions. On the cross is where Jesus took your sin and you received his righteousness. Now, look at verse 21 in the uh, in the King James, I want us to look at verse twenty one in the King James, and um, notice what he says in in, in this uh, in this translation. He says, "For he hath made him Jesus to be sin for us." I want you to notice Jesus was actually made sin with our sin, and he says, "Who knew no sin." that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And so notice what happened as a result of this great exchange. Jesus took your sin. What you received instead was his righteousness. And I want you to notice here in this translation, in fact, if you have a, a translation that puts it like this, if you have the King James uh, here with you, I want you to underline the phrase, the righteousness of God in him. In him. And so notice, guys, this is a positional righteousness. We are righteous. Why? Because we are in him. Everybody say out loud right now, I am the righteousness of God. And I'll say, in Christ Jesus. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so notice, you're not righteous in yourself. You are righteous in him. And so what this is referring to, guys, is our position in Christ. I want to really now kind of get into the distinction between our position in Christ, our position, and watch this now, friend, our experience. You see, because how many of you guys know there's a distinction and sometimes these, these don't line up? In other words, 
there's things that are true in our in our position in Christ, but our experience doesn't quite line up with that. In other words, it, it, your position, I want you to understand right now, glory to God, your position is you are righteous as a result of what Jesus has done for you, glory to God, you see, but your experience might not line up with that uh, uh, quite yet, you see, in other words, in your experience, glory to God, you know, <laughs> there, there's maybe some stuff going on, man which is not exactly righteous all of the time, glory to God, you know, uh, uh, and so, and so you want to, we want to now see how do we line that up? In other words, uh, how do I line up my experience, glory to God, uh, with my uh, position in Christ? Now, I want you to understand, uh, glory to God, just as you are righteous right now in Christ, I want you to understand your position in Christ is that you are already prosperous. Amen. You're already prosperous. By prosperous, we mean your needs are met. Your needs are met in abundance. Your needs are met not only for you, but so that you can be a blessing to somebody else. Now, that's your position. Now, your experience might not, might not line up with that. You see, we're not denying the experience. In other words, in your experience, there might be lack right now. In your experience, man, you're just kind of scra scra scraping on by, man. I just hope I'm going to have enough money for gas, you know. Uh, that's your experience. But I want you to see your position, glory to God, is all of my needs are met according to his riches and glory uh, by Christ Jesus, you see. You see, your position in Christ, I want you to understand, is I'm healed uh, by the stripes of Jesus. I was redeemed from every sickness and from every plague, glory to God. And, 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 and your experience, however, might be I'm struggling with a sickness. And so what we want you to see here, guys, is, is we're not denying the experience. The experience is very real, but there's a distinction between your real experience, okay, and your position in Christ. Your position in Christ, you see. And so your position is, I'm in Christ, that's why I'm healed. I'm in Christ, that's why I'm righteous. I'm in Christ, that's why my needs are met. Now my day-to-day -day life doesn't line up with that just yet. And so we want to now get into how do we align these two? How do we bridge this gap so that our experience, glory to God, uh, can, can line up with our position in Christ? Does everybody understand that? Everybody understand that so far? Now, another way that you can define this is it's our position in Christ or it is our standing in Christ before God. It's your standing in Christ before the Father. This is important to understand because as we will see as we get into this further, as far as God is concerned, guys... I want you to really see that because of what happened on that cross 2,000 years ago, God no longer sees you in yourself. God sees you in Christ. And so, as far as God is concerned, it, this is your standing in Christ before the Father. In other words, my standing in Christ before the Father is, glory to God, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. My standing in Christ before the Father is, oh, glory to God, I'm already healed. I'm, I'm already delivered. I'm already sound. I'm already, uh, my, my needs are already met, you see. That's how the Father Father sees me, because I want you to understand, the Father sees you as a result of the finished work of the cross, guys. The Father sees you in Christ. And so God doesn't look at you in your sin. God doesn't look at you in your lack. God doesn't look at you in your sickness, child of God. Glory to God. God looks at you as what you can become. God looks at you in Christ. God looks at you in His Son. And so my position in Christ is my standing in Christ before the Father. And we can now distinguish between, again, our position 
and our experience, our experience is very real, guys, and we can distinguish between our standing, I'm already righteous, that's my standing, I'm already healed, that's my standing, I'm already prosperous, that's my standing, my needs are met, that's my standing, you see, I'm already sound and at peace, that's my standing, and, you, and, and then uh, contrasted with your standing is your state. You see, your state might be there's some lack. Your state might be, man, you know, there's some ungodly stuff going on in my mind every now and then. Uh, you know, your state might be, man, you know, I got some addictions, you know. I got some, 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 some stuff that's not quite godly going on, and that's quite all right. It's important to, to, to realize, guys, God is not condemning you for your, for your state. God is not condemning you for what's happening in your day-to-day -day experience. But you see, you want to distinguish, yeah, that's my experience. You know, that's my state. My state might be that I'm in lack. My state might be that I have a sickness. My state might be, you know, I'm in fear. I got some anxiety going on. A glory to God. But my standing is I'm righteous. My standing is I'm prosperous. My standing is I'm healed. My standing is I'm sound. Are you guys catching on with this here this morning, church? You see, if you understand that, say amen. And so what you want to realize here is that our righteousness has absolutely nothing to do, guys, with our behavior, but that our righteousness, guys, has everything to do with our position in Christ. Now, listen to this, guys. Through the cross, through the cross, you and I, and as many as will believe it and receive it, were actually placed in Christ. If you're born again, say, I'm in Christ. That is your position. In fact, you will find this all throughout the New Testament in Paul's epistles and all of the epistles, guys, this phrase, in Christ. Now you say, well, Alex, what does it mean to be in Christ? This means, as we've just shared, as a result of the finished work of the cross, guys, as a result of the great exchange that took place at Calvary, uh, God uh, puts you and me into Christ, glory to God, and as a result, God sees you and me and every single believer in Christ. We're in Christ, and so, and so that is my position. And so alignment, once again, is getting on the same page with God. And guys, here's what the Lord has really been uh, showing me this past week, man. And, and um, man, thank you, Lord. I believe this is so, so crucial uh, to understand this is, is that in order for us, I believe, to align our experience with our position, in order for us to align our, 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 uh, our, our state with our, with our standing, guys, what we got to do is we got to be confident in our position in Christ. We got to be absolutely secure in who we are in Christ. Now, the reason we're, we're going here is because I meet a lot of believers where when I talk to you about the fact, man, that you're righteous, you know, there's a part of you that really knows this already, that realizes this. But then you look at your life, man, and you say, well, Alex, how can I be righteous? 
Alex, I'm falling short in all these different areas. <laughs> Alex, you know, I don't want to go around saying I'm healed when I'm still struggling with a sickness. I feel dishonest when I do that. And so this is why you want to understand your righteousness has nothing to do with your behavior. Glory to God, it's your position in Christ, you see. Uh, you, 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 you saying that you're healed has nothing to do with your experience. Glory to God, it's talking about your position in Christ, you see. And so this is why when you say my position I'm, is I'm healed, you're not lying. You're not being dishonest. No, you, you got a sickness going on, you know. In, in fact, really, if there was no sickness, man, <laughs> you would need to be healed, okay? And so, and so what you're doing is you're just standing on the truth that in Christ, I'm already healed. That's my position, you see. And so what happens is now the more secure you become in your position in Christ, the more secure you, you become in your standing in Christ, uh, gradually what happens is your experience will begin to to line up with your position. Your state will begin to line up with your standing in Christ. And so we got to begin with our righteousness, with our identity as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubin. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now, to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.